0: Unthrottled. I'm going to be a little more open, and that's what unthrottled means to me. And full throttle is part of my life. I'm a big gearhead, Harley rider, monster truck driving, trend setting, trailblazing woman. So here I am, and unthrottled, and let's you know whatever sticks, let's go.
1: Every day of the week, get your dose of Medusa Unthrottled. And good morning. Today is Friday, March 30th, and we are here at Medusa's Unthrottled. Medusa, we've been going all week long. You still got some energy for us?
0: I do, and boy, yes, I do.
1: (laughs) Well, we are having a great time talking about all these different subjects. We talked about your early days before you wrestled. We talked about Daniel Bryan. We talked about Cody and the Bullet Club. We have talked about a whole bunch of stuff. Tomorrow, we got something else, but we're not going to tell you what it is yet, so you got to wait and see. But today, our segment is called Medusa Days, where we talk about anything in the Medusa era, whether it be AWA, early WCW, or... As unfortunately is the case today, Medusa, later WCW.
0: Mm, boy, there's a lot that went on there.
1: <laughs> I'm going to ask you about a match, and I just want to hear your your yeah. memories of it. And we've already <clears> talked <throat> about what it is, and Medusa's dreading it. So you t- your last appearance on WCW television was a match at Fall Brawl. It was a mixed tag with you and Billy Kidman versus Shane Douglas and Tori Wilson. And it was a fucking scaffold match. Can you tell us about that?
0: Can we emphasize on the word fucked? God. I mean, because that was that was just a horrible idea.
1: Well, just well, ask Jim Cornette if you don't believe it. You know, Jim Cornette blew out both his knees in a scaffold match.
0: What? Did he really? The, oh, shit. The
1: big scaffold match with the Midnights and the Road Warriors. He took the bump off the top. The plan was for Bubba to catch him. And once he got up there, they realized that wasn't a thing. So he landed and blew out both his knees.
0: <gasps> oh, my God. And I love Cornette. Oh, my God. I can imagine him afterwards, what he was saying. Oh, Lord. Huh. All right. Let's get back to this. So my scaffold match. Yeah. Actually, it's the one that just was the last match, I think. I'm not sure, but the, the last one of my career there with WCW. Uh, that match happened, I believe, in Buffalo, New York, and it that uh, will is a place I'll never forget. So I, I, the match nearly, I mean, it didn't happen. I mean, it almost didn't happen. It was only like days before the whole fall Brawl thing. and we were just bickering back and forth. and I was just, are you are, are you kidding me, really? I mean, do you wanna hurt me? You know, um, is this what's going to happen? So a very dear friend of mine, and I i mean, I love this guy. I mean, him and I, we still talk today intermittently. Uh, we've been on some Harley rides together. And um, his name is Ellis, and he's a stunt coordinator for Motion Pictures. And he did a lot of stuff for uh, WCW. And I think he's done stuff for uh, WWE.
1: I believe so. I've heard his name before.
0: Yeah. Ellis is an amazing man, a a great guy. And Ellis took me aside. and He said, deuce, don't worry. I got your back. And I'm like, are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Why were they putting two women, especially, uh, somebody like Tori now get me, don't get me wrong. People. What I'm saying is I was sticking up for, I said, Tori can't fucking wrestle. And you're going to put a woman that is scared to death up there. And you think you're just going to show her a few moves and tell her it's going to be okay. And Shane's up there and it's going to be okay. I mean, the poor woman was shitting herself. And I'm like, this is just a bad move altogether. Whoever thought of that, whoever that was, whoever the booker was, was just, I I don't understand the thinking behind that.
1: And it was so confusing at the time. You don't even remember who exactly was in charge back then, right?
0: No, no, no. And I mean, the, uh, I mean, it was like. the the scaffold was like way up high and it wasn't even by the ring. It was like way pushed in the back. It was dangerous as hell. And it wasn't even constructed correctly. I mean, it was just moving and all over the place. And, um, I, I don't know if we were all happy. I don't think Kidman was, I think Kidman and Tori were actually dating if not married back then. I'm not sure what the deal was, but, um, so I'm sure that she felt comfortable you know, what that situation with him being there. So um, I remember carrying and just taking care of Tori and wrestling her kind of really close to the back of the scaffold. When I say back, there was like a screen or a wall on one side a little bit and not towards the edge where she would fall. So I was concentrating on not hurting and letting her get hurt, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So Ellis just said, deuce, I got your back. So he would construct these, I mean, we're talking moving boxes, just plain old moving boxes. Then you put them together and you put them in a huge pile and they're all constructed just right. Like, like Legos and you put them in this big fi- pile. And so he had me going up a ladder um, going up on a scaffold, so many feet, and then falling into it backwards, then going up a little bit more, rebuilding it, falling backwards, and kept going that until I felt comfortable and doing that and knowing that that's what I was going to do and it would be okay. I said, I, 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 I just I don't know. i', I I'm, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, and this is what I was introduced to at the very beginning of my career by Kai Michelson and I wanted to be a stunt woman. hell shit, <laughs> you know, and I just, I was scared shitless, but I had to do it. I was under contract. I was forced to do it. I didn't want to do it. And somehow I escaped an injury, dude, that could have been life ending. It, it's insane. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. I I, I I don't know. I don't know why they had, why would they do that? I, I don't know.
1: Well, uh. it was Russo who was the booker at the time and reading from the Wrestling Observer newsletter of that match, uh, the ending was um, well, they t- she, uh, Meltzer talked about how Tory Wilson was scared to death up there, didn't want to stand up, um, and says Medusa tried to climb down, but Douglas kicked her and she took a backward bump a la Shane McMahon into an obvious huge air mattress of sorts. The crowd didn't care in the least, recognizing how gimmicked it was. Actually, fans booed the fall. With the fans lightly booing, the announcers tried to compare the injuries of Medusa must have had with the legit ones that Paul Orndorff recently had in this when he collapsed recently, um, which was bad on many levels. Kidman then, with no build-up, no drama, no nothing, took a bump off the scaffold to lose. Uh, it had no purpose and no reason. Um, was that, is that a good description of that? Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It was just, it was finished before it even started. And if you're telling me Russo was the booker in that one, damn it. I might have to go off on a tirade and do a YouTube and fucking put him out because I didn't know he did that one either. And I did. I mean, I can't remember. Maybe I knew at the time, but I just, I didn't, I don't know. I get, I get really worried When I see stuff like that, you know, we had a lot of incidences in our profession where we see crazy things that wrestlers do from, you know, higher level of things and, you know, fatalities, and it shouldn't have been done. There are accidents that happen. I get it. But uh, then we need to, uh, I don't know, maybe there need to be stump, even though we're actors and entertainers and we're athletes and we're gymnasts all in one. That's what pro wrestlers are. I get it. But when you put them in a position like that, where we're not trained to do it, that is not in my pay scale. But I didn't know that at my time. And of course, my pay scale was shit compared to what everyone else was making.
1: Now, now I, we haven't talked about this in detail on the previous shows this week. But can you give us a? a I think you said something around $100,000. Is that what your yearly pay was at the time?
0: I don't know at this time. I think when I first went in, it was like around 75 grand the first time. And we're talking like, you know, late nineties or, you know, getting into the two, two thousands. And, um, and I think the most I ever made was maybe 150 grand, um, was one of my contracts or something. And And
1: still paying for all your travel and still paying or still paying for your hotels and all that stuff. Right.
0: I believe that my hotels were included. I'd have to go back and look. I believe that my hotels and rent-a-cars were included.
1: Well, you got the good deal. I'm pretty
0: sure. Yeah, well, well, no, I mean, no, Kuhn, it wasn't. That wasn't a fucking good deal. When all the other guys were making, you know, 500K or 300K or, I mean, yeah, there were guys that were making 75 and maybe 100K, but... Those were super green.
1: But for your position, you were underpaid. For the position that you held on the card and also your experience.
0: Please. Yeah. Come on. Well, And I'm not going to mention names, but we had women that were coming in. We had a woman or two that came in that had no wrestling experience. And not against her. I say kudos because somehow you got it and there's a reason. And I don't know. But nothing against the person personally. Let's just talk about the facts that... My ability was my ability and what I could do. But then I had this is where I saw the change. And I told you I was getting pissed off because this wasn't my type of women's wrestling and things happening. But I had women coming in that had a contract for two hundred fifty thousand that couldn't fucking wrestle. And I said, wait a minute. I might if this is the direction you're going, that's great for the women that they're making that money. But I'm sorry if you're not going to pay me when I'm killing it here. So, you know, peace out.
1: And peace out to all of you. We knew we were going to rile up some rough feelings from Medusa when we we're bringing up some of these memories. And we're going to bring up some good memories too. And we hope everybody's enjoyed the week. I think at some point this week, or maybe next week, we're not going to tell you, we're going to answer some questions from Twitter. Are you looking forward to that, Medusa?
0: Oh boy, those mailbags are always good.
1: Hope <laughs> so. I think that's it for us and it for me. I quit Um, on Medusa's Unthrottled.